Hello and welcome back to the When You're Podcast, the podcast for when you're doing anything. Today we're talking about when you're watching Black Mirror Season 6, Joan is Awful. Now this this particular episode is episode 1 of Season 6 of Black Mirror. If you haven't watched any episodes of Black Mirror, I mean, I think this is a pretty... I think this is a really good one to start off with if you've like never seen the show at all. And it's not like uh, you have to watch this one. You can watch any one of them. They're not... The, the story isn't necessarily connected as um, as you would think. It's not like, a, you know, the, the show connects to the next one or the next one or the next one. They're all pretty, all different. So you can, you can definitely start wherever. But this particular episode I just watched, um, I haven't watched the full season, so I'm only going to talk about this one episode. But I thought it was, I thought it was so good. I thought it, it had some great comedic moments i thought it fit into what the show what i know the show for and that's like kind of this uh technology and the kind of kind of just like a a drama technology series you know where it's like technology can be uh just terrible for human beings and our psychological needs and and what it kind of does to us so Spoilers for Joan is Awful, if you have not seen it, or or for this uh, particular episode of Black Mirror. So, and if not, definitely go watch it. Go, It's on Netflix. It's available on Netflix. So, what I, I liked about this episode was, obviously, it starts off by showing us Joan. And they just take you through a day of Joan's life, you know? And some of it's kind of nice and sweet. And some of it's kind of... A little flat, and it's kind of upsetting, and it's kind of wrong, and a little bit mean, but it's uncomfortable, you know? And sometimes we have to live in uncomfortable moments. Sometimes we have to do uncomfortable things, wrong things. There's a particular moment early on, she gets to work, and she has to fire somebody. And when she has to fire them, I'm like, oh, dude, I... I I feel bad for who's getting fired, but at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, it's not her literally firing her. It's the board. It's it's some people who she works for, and they make the decisions, and she has to deliver the bad news. And it's kind of just like a tough position to be in, but overall, I think she could have handled the situation a little bit better, but given what she, what she did or, or what happened, you know, and after, you know, I just feel it just, it's a little uncomfortable. It's awkward and it's wrong. And it's just like, uh, you know, nobody wants to go through that. And then she goes to therapy and she kind of talks about her relationships uh, with her ex-boyfriend and with her current boyfriend. And I have to say, it's kind of, you know seeing those those intimate moments is kind of like establishing connection to the character but then immediately after okay i'm not going to say immediately after but like after that she is back home with her boyfriend and she's trying to just unwind take it easy and watch something on uh well it's supposed to, you know we would call it netflix but on the on the show they call it streamberry and on Streamberry, she finds 
a show about her and her life. And it's a brand new show, no other show like it. And uh, it's essentially her whole life that she led that day is played on the, a TV show. It's played on a, on, on, a, on like a, a streaming service, on a, on a Streamberry. That's the name of the service. It's supposed to be like a Netflix thing. And it's a show. And they have Salma Hayek, who's um, the... Salma Hayek plays Joan. And she just basically does everything that Joan did that day, from singing in the car, going to work, waking up and getting breakfast, brushing her teeth, like everything down to to the last detail, including her hair, her wardrobe, her car, her office, like everything, you know, and obviously they switch up a few things and they dramatize a few things because um, they kind of want to make it interesting for the show, but crazy crazy so all of her personal things that were just for her become public like it's just streaming on on the tv show like uh so crazy so the show is on there and it's for everybody to see and obviously at the beginning she's kind of like all right what kind of sick joke is this like what kind of a what kind of a prank is this and she kind of like looking at her boyfriend like okay this is funny ha 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 like drop it but it's not it's not fake. It's real. It's very real. And uh, the way that it works is the same way that our phones kind of detect what we... You know how... Okay, okay. This is how they explain it. So whenever you talk about uh, coolers, like let's say you never talked about coolers, like I'm talking about coolers right now. And then all of a sudden your phone hears that, or, you know, you may be like, talk about it or whatever. And cooler ads start popping up on your phone. And you're like, how did they know I was talking about coolers? And you're just like, they, they listen to every single thing you say, and then they pop up ads for you, right? Those are the cookies. So they figure you out. And uh, that's how this show works. That's how they figure out every last detail of her life, every last thing that she says. And that's how they get the dialogue for the show as well. And it just makes you realize that your phone, our phones are the enemy. Our phones are used against us. And we kind of neglect certain things to, we kind of neglect certain things just to have entertainment on us, like the terms and services we don't really look at. We just kind of hope that, you know, anything that's like crazy like that would be explained to us or those risks would be told to us, but they're not. They're, they're there, but we just don't pay attention or we don't fully read it. And it also begs the questions like, in this in this uh, episode or like this particular world of the episode is like how low on content are we as people that we have to take everyday regular people's lives and just like copy everything that they do and try to make it interesting and try to make it good like that doesn't make any sense like i i can't you know for me, I'm just like, there's nothing else that they can watch. There's nothing else that's like better for them. And it ends up being like a huge, huge deal. So I'm like, there's no way that we're that low on content. There's no way we're that low on entertainment because people will offer their lives up for free. 
Like people will post themselves on YouTube. People will post themselves on uh, multiple outlets on like uh, social media apps. Like they'll do that guaranteed for free. So there's no way that they're taking, you know, there's no way that they're taking somebody's real life and then doing that for, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them, but I'm just saying like, it's kind of crazy that they're that low on it. And again, with like the terms and terms and conditions, it, it is wild that it could be in there and we all just don't care. I, I, not, not that we don't care, but it's more so like you put it into the terms and conditions and none of us are going to pay attention to it. None of us are going to really take it all that seriously because it's terms and conditions. Like, uh, uh, I... I'd be lying if I said I read every single word on the terms and conditions. Because I'm just like, I just want to get to, I want to just use my my laptop. I just want to use my phone. I just want to, you know, I don't read through the whole terms and conditions. But I trust other people to understand the terms and conditions. And with those terms and conditions, they make it easy for the consumer like me. So that way I don't have to go through all of that mumbo jumbo all of the the legal standing of it i have to believe that it's safe for me to use that service or thing but unfortunately that is not the case for joan so essentially her lawyer tells her all of this all of the how she signed up for the terms and conditions and it gives the streamberry the rights to essentially her life, essentially to to make episodes of her and her likeness and of her image and everything. Like, they, they have full rights to it. And the person who plays Joan on the show is none other than Salma Hayek. And dude, Salma Hayek is so funny in this. I mean, I really liked her in um, The Hitman's Bodyguard and The Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife. I, I thought she was so funny in those, but... Mostly in the Hitman's Bodyguard. The Hitman's Bodyguard's wife. Um, I mean, it's it's more focused on her, but, you know, it, it's kind of like... Uh, it really just felt kind of weird and awkward a bit. I don't know. I, I just feel like they hit a slam dunk on the first Hitman's Bodyguard. Anyways, that's for a different time to talk about. I, I want to talk about Sama Hayek in this episode. So, Joan loses her job she loses her boyfriend she loses uh she loses a lot of things she she loses some respect from people she's everybody doesn't like her like she loses a lot so she has to figure out a way to beat the system how how can she get the attention of Salma Hayek so that way Salma Hayek reacts and they would Streamberry will have to listen to her so she comes up with the plan to eat a bunch of food and then she uh, she has explosive diarrhea in a church during a wedding like she ruins somebody's wedding but she has explosive diarrhea during this and it gets Salma Hayek's attention and then Salma Hayek goes to her lawyer and is like there has to be rules against this and the lawyer tells her the same thing that her 
uh, Joan's lawyer told her, which is like, there's nothing you can do. You you gave away your rights, you signed it away, or you know they they have full ownership of this. We can't sue them. Like you 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 gave it all up. And then Salma's just like, I can't believe that I pay you to be in my best interest, and you fail me, and you and you get me uh, having diarrhea in a in a church. Like she's like, how do you think my mom's gonna react to this? How do you think my grandmother? You know, how do you think my family's gonna react when they see this? You know, because she's playing her on the show. She does everything the real Joan does. So. And it's all CGI. So so the show is isn't real. It's not really Selma Hayek doing those things. It's a CGI computer generated version of Selma Hayek doing those things. And because of that, it offends Selma Hayek. And so she's got nowhere to go. She's got nothing to do. And then she finally is like meets Joan. She Selma gets a hold of Joan and is like, Joan, what's going on with you? Like, you're doing all this crazy stuff, and now I, people watch me doing the crazy stuff that you do. So Selma's kind of like, it's even worse for me than it is for you because people see my face and my butt and they see everything, me pooping, and it just becomes a whole ordeal. And Joan is like, well... I'm losing a lot of stuff too, and I'm not even getting paid. You're getting paid for this. Like they cut you a check, and they they said, "Let us use your image and your likeness." They're not even paying Joan. She's just a regular citizen. So then they come up with a the plan. They're like, "We're gonna go to the CEO of Streamberry, and we're gonna destroy the computer that's making this happen." And then there's this great moment where they're just like, it's Sal- your Salma effing Hayek. And she's like, yeah, I am. And then they go and they infiltrate the Streamberry services. They Streamberry the whole, they, they, they sneak in. And long story short, um, they get in there and they break in and they do the whole bit, you know. And it seems to me that, like, after everything, um, well, hold on, hold on, let, let me not spoil it, but, well, I am going to spoil it, but let me not give it all away right now, you know what I mean? But they become, like, uh, kind of friends. They kind of, like, unite in this bond of, like, we're both being screwed over by this this streaming company, by Streamberry. And there's nothing that either of us can can do except to fight back as best as we can. So, what does this what does this episode really tell us about? Well, it's a CGI show, and it's kind of like a a first glimpse, like a a, a cautionary tale about where AI could go. Because you you see like all of those um. They, they'll do deep fakes of like celebrities and they'll like, uh, or of, um, they'll do AI generated voices for like songs and stuff. They'll do AI deep fakes of people like doing things that they don't actually do, but they put somebody, a celebrity's face on another person's body and they have them do, 
uh, like a dance or something or something even worse, you know what I mean? But like that's the direction of like AI. That's what they're essentially going for is that AI is going to get to that point where they can write the show, they can put somebody else's face on it, and they can just create whatever they want, which is like wild. But that's that's what this is trying to explain to us is that this is the direction it's heading if we don't, you know, if we don't protect ourselves, if we don't set up the privacy that we deserve and that we should have. And it also has me thinking of like, what's going on with reality TV? Like, if you could sign, a, you know, I'm not saying you would sign away your whole life, but like, it's essentially reality TV, but except somebody else is playing you. So, hmm. But I, I guess there would be all of the fame without any of the necessary rewards. You know what I mean? So, like, reality TV is, like, they record you doing the stuff. But in this one, it's actually... They record what you're doing, but they get somebody else as the star to copy exactly what you do. So, you get screwed... You also don't get stardom. You don't get any money. So it's just like, what what was this all about, you know? Although, I guess if it was like a real reality show where like Joan would actually be recorded, at, at, at the end of the day, it's like, if you paid Joan for, for that kind of like embarrassment or that kind of thing that was happening to her, then I think there would be some level of okayness with it. You know what I mean? Like, you would be okay with Joan being humiliated, with being fired, with being all of this other stuff, if you knew that she maybe got, like, a, a couple million dollars. You know what I mean? So, like, what's the level of being paid? But, but she doesn't, you know, even care about being paid. She just wants to do her job and live a, a normal life. So, they're really taking away a lot here and she's not gaining anything from this but somebody else is so that's why it's like so important for us to to figure it out now if it were me like if if that were to happen to me dude i mean Because in the show, they kind of tell you, um, they they put negative, they put Joan is awful instead of like, Joan is amazing or great. Because people watch negativity than they do positivity. So if they did a show about me, I would probably watch it a lot. I would definitely watch it a lot because of the negativity aspect of it. And it just draws my attention. But I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that like that's how they that's how they get you. That's how they get everybody. They they turn you into something you're not. You know, they make you feel worse. And you know, it kind of makes you think like what if what if the what if Joan is awful didn't fit the awful aspect? Right? Like, what if, what if Joan was doing actually amazing stuff? 
What if she didn't have to fire anybody? What if she was having an amazing relationship? What if she was uh, doing great with her coworkers? What if she was having a, a great day? You know, instead they they put all of her insecurities, all of her doubts, all of her you know, uh, kind of all of her. I guess kind of the the negative aspects of her life, and they and they twist it upside down on her head for the whole world to see. But like, so so they kind of have to find somebody like that, or the the show has to be built around people who are messed up in that way, and I guess they can just kind of look through who's that damaged or who who would be interesting to see in that kind of light. In a, in a way. Although I do think that they just chose it at random. So, finally we get to the computer, which is the... Or is it the quant? It's the quam... Computer. So it's the the magical computer that makes the... The show, essentially. And Salma Hayek and Joan go over there to destroy it. But the... Streamberry CEO tells her that if she destroys it, she'll be destroying other multiverses of Joan and Salma Hayek who are also a part of it. So it's like a whole multiverse. And if she destroys the computer, then the rest of those are also destroyed. They would be destroyed because they're not the original Joan and Salma Hayek. The original Joan is actually in reality and these people are not there. So, destroy it and kill others is a bit of a stretch. And I would have done what Joan did. You know, the real Joan. But it did make me think, is like, is that the only way to beat Streamberry? To just... Because the way to beat Streamberry, I think, would be to do nothing. Right? If you just sit around and do nothing, then they won't have any content to really put out there you just stay in bed wait it out and you don't do anything wouldn't that be a solution because then they'll just move on to the next person right but you know who knows who knows and it just makes you think about like what we see on TV and what rea- what is actually rea- actually reality are two very different things. So we may be attached to the Joan that we see at first, but we come to realize that that's not even the real thing. The real thing is completely not on our screen. It's a whole different person. It's a whole different actor. And, you know, it just makes you think like, Okay, so the character that I see on there is definitely not the actor that I see. You know, this is this is all very basic stuff, but I'm just saying that like in the in the sometimes we get attached to like certain actors as characters and we have to realize that like you're not that character. You know, you can be your own thing. And is there really any way to overcome the computer? You know, is there any way you can like be above that that storytelling ability? So if you live like a, a naturally good and positive life, could you beat the could you beat the system? Could you beat the Joan is awful story? 
Would the story change? Could the story change? You know, those are those are some of the those are, that that's just a question that I have, you know. And the CEO of Streamberry was kind of talking about like a, 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 they were going to do a bunch of other people. A lot there were going to be a lot of other Jones. Even the interviewer who was talking to her about the the Joan is awful show was going to have her own show. And she was scared. She was a little terrified. She was like, oh, snap. What this person just went through is going to happen to me, too. My whole life is going to be put on display, too. Everybody who has Streamberry can get their life displayed, too. And if you want to watch everybody's life, you have to get Streamberry and you have to accept their terms and conditions. So it becomes this endless cycle of like, I signed up for this service and to watch these people's lives or to watch their embarrassment or to watch the bad things that they do, I too have to be put, put myself at risk for it. People who don't are going to be so left in the dark, but they're going to be, you know, living a good life, right? So I, I guess the real question is like, can we still live our lives if everyone has their own show? Because then we would all bond. But because Joan was the first, it was kind of like, she was going to go through the worst of it. But if there was more and more and more and more and more, then everybody could kind of band together and be like, yo, they're kind of messing up with our whole lives here. You know what I mean? And then people would find out and then there'd be, maybe there could be a revolt of some kind. I don't know. But anyways, last thing I want to say is shout out to Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah explained the whole concept beautifully. He explained it perfectly. I understood what he was talking about. And shout out to you. And also, uh, Kate Blanchett. <laughs> I thought it was so funny when Salma, Hay Salma Hayek said, you know, forget Kate Blanchett. She was like, Joan, Joan was saying, what does Kate Blanchett, how does, how does she feel about this? How does Kate Blanchett feel about, you know, you, uh, her playing you, Salma Hayek? And then Salma Hayek is like, forget Kate. Kate Blanchett. Who cares what she thinks? You know, she's not here. I thought that was so funny. So shout out to those two two people. Shout out Kate Blanchett and shout out Michael Sarah. Shout out Salma Hayek. Great. Great stuff. And shout out Joan. Do do your thing, Joan. I'm happy for you. Live that good life. So all in all, when you're watching Joan is awful, just, you know, think about Think about all the things that if you were being recorded right now that could be broadcasted out to the world, you know, it wouldn't be fair. It wouldn't be nice. So it just kind of like in the back of your mind, you're like, man, if I was Joan, that would be, it would be humiliating. It would be embarrassing, but I'd like to see who would portray me. You know what I mean? I'd like to see who would act as me. Maybe they'll get, um. I don't know who, but, you know, it'd just be funny to see who they put up there. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Go watch Black Mirror Season 6 up right now and the other seasons if you haven't. All right? I'll catch you guys all next time. Thank you.